Hollow Mountain Publishing presents The Pawn, book one of the Appalachian Storm series, written and performed by Diana Kilpack. Chapter 10, December 21st. Wednesday, December 21st arrived. Katie felt proud as she entered each class. She pulled out the finished homework, handing it to her teachers. She had met every deadline. There were only two more days left of the term. For the first time since she got into trouble, she sat through detention, impatient to leave. Compared to what she had gone through, the next two days of finals would be a breeze, she thought to herself. She drummed her fingers on her desk as she watched the clock slowly tick away the minutes. The teacher finally gave the signal she could leave. She jumped up and walked through the empty hall. Hearing a distant pounding sound she recognized, she found herself walking towards the gym. Taking a quick look inside, she could see the boys' basketball team practicing. Not wanting to be seen, she quietly walked up to the corner bleachers and sat down. Watching the game she loved to play gave her a twinge of regret. She wished things could have been different. Right now, she could be practicing with her team. She watched David Black steal the ball and make a spectacular basket from the three-point line. She resisted the urge to clap or make herself known. She always enjoyed watching him play. He was clearly the best player on the team. As if sensing her thoughts, David turned and spotted her. He smiled and gave her a casual wave. Not knowing what else to do, she self-consciously smiled back and returned the gesture. Katie couldn't keep her eyes off of David. Like every other girl around, she thought he was the cutest guy in school. He was tall and muscular. He had high cheekbones emphasizing his Native American heritage. His dark eyes always sparkled with laughter. Like his sister, he seemed always to find something funny in every situation. Katie knew everyone well in the Black family, but she felt closest to Sam and David. She had had such a crush on David for so many years. She felt her face get hot thinking about the day she'd realized everyone in the Black family knew about her crush. Since then, she had avoided David. Now she realized she missed being around him. Ugh! Katie jumped out of her reverie. What is it? What's wrong? She thought. I was gone for a couple of days to let you study, Jackson replied. He made study sound like a four-letter word. I decided to drop in and say hello, when all of a sudden, I have all these soft and squishy feelings about some dude. Ah! Katie felt Jackson mentally shake himself. I was not having soft and squishy feelings, she thought back indignantly. Who is this guy anyway? Jackson interrupted. What guy? Katie thought back, trying to delay. Turn your head so I can get a good look. Katie purposely turned and stared at the wall. No. Come on. Turn your head just a little. Katie got up and walked down the bleachers, careful to keep her eyes on her feet. I need a little warning before you just pop into my head. What happens if I'm in the shower or doing other things? What makes you think I haven't seen you in the shower? 
or doing other things. Are you kidding? Yes, came the casual reply. His chuckle vibrated throughout her mind. Katie, hey, wait up. Katie turned at the sound of her name. Seeing David running up behind her, Katie quickly looked down. Ha! Lover boy comes running. Shut up! David stopped in front of her, obviously out of breath. I was beginning to wonder if you were going to stop. Oh, sorry. I guess I was in another world. She kept her eyes downcast, making sure Jackson could not see David's face. David placed his hands on his hips. Were you able to turn in all the extra homework today? Katie's head swung up in surprise, her eyes meeting David's. Bingo! Jackson's thoughts rang out. Exasperated, she quickly looked down. Uh, yeah, I was able to get everything done. Hey, that's great. Sam was pretty upset the way Davis treated you. Who the hell is Davis? Jackson's thoughts shot back. Shut up! She thought as loudly as she could. Principal Davis was a real prick. Oh, sorry, Jackson replied. Listen, I wanted to invite you to our Christmas party, David began. Sam didn't think you were up to it, but I thought you might like a break. Oh, Katie had completely forgotten it was so close to Christmas. Time to tell Loverboy to get lost, Jackson interjected. Katie was getting tired of following two conversations. I'm not sure. David stepped closer. You always come. What's so different about this year? Oh, I don't know. She turns into a great white wolf and can eat you alive, Jackson thought sarcastically. Will you please shut up? Katie thought wildly to Jackson. She was conscious of David's proximity. He was watching her a little too intently for her peace of mind. She was beginning to wonder if he could see she was talking to someone else in her head. She liked the idea that David was asking her personally to attend the party and not just Sam. It gave her hope that maybe, just maybe, he liked her too. Or at least enjoyed her company, she amended to herself. We have better things to do, lover boy, than go to a stupid Christmas party with you, Jackson replied. His thoughts were aggressive and filled with dislike. Katie's back immediately stiffened at Jackson's onslaught. She smiled warmly up at David. I would love to come to your family's party. David smiled back, a look of relief evident on his face. Awesome. It's Saturday around six. He backed up and gave a quick wave. He turned and ran back towards the school. I'd love to come to your family's party, mimicked Jackson in a high-pitched voice. Katie wondered how he was able to change his pitch with his thoughts. I think I'm going to have to go somewhere and puke. Look, we're going to have to set some boundaries. I have to function like a normal human being, which means having a conversation without your input. I've got news for you. You are not a normal human being. I'm going to live my life as normally as possible. Yeah, good luck with that. Katie was so caught up in her conversation with Jackson, she didn't notice Lizzie standing by her car until she almost walked into her. Startled, she jumped back. Lizzie, you scared me. Katie, I feel weird. What's the matter? I'm so hot. I think I'm going to burst into flames. Shock vibrated through Katie's body. Ah, hell. It was bound to happen, Jackson's thoughts rang out. She's the granddaughter of old Elizabeth Hawk. What has that got to do with anything? Katie said out loud. What has what got to do with anything?
Lizzie responded. You need to watch what you're saying, Catherine. People will think you hear voices, Jackson replied. The legend, Katie paused, trying to collect her thoughts. The legend said only one descendant of running deer would change. I can't change into anything. Lizzie's voice sounded panicky. I have a life. I have school, cheerleading practice. I can't go through with what you did, Katie. I know I won't be able to handle it. Oh, cheerleading practice is so important in the grand scheme of things, Jackson retorted. Shut up, Katie thought back. She closed her eyes for a moment. Upon opening them, she focused on her friend. Lizzie, I handled it because there was nothing else I could do. You just deal with what's handed to you. She reached over and touched Lizzie's arm. Have you had any dreams about the great white tiger? Lizzie shook her head. No, you will. Jackson's thoughts and Katie's voice said in unison, This is the first day you are feeling hot? Yes. I think you have a couple of weeks till you change. Let's hope it's during Christmas break so you won't miss any school. Katie stood for a moment watching her friend. The problem we keep having is we don't know enough of what we're dealing with. I haven't had any time at all to do any research. Finding out about the legend has to be our first priority. Lizzie nodded her head in agreement. Come on, I'll take you home. Katie pulled out her keys to open the car door. I agree. We need to do some research. Saturday night's a good time to start. Katie's lips twitched into a smile. Nice try. Hi, this is Diana Kilpack. If you are tired of waiting a week before the next chapter is revealed, you can always go online to AppalachianStorms.com and download the audiobook. The cost is around $10. The audiobook is also listed on Amazon's Audible. But once again, if you are enjoying this podcast, please tell your friends and family about it. And as always, until our imaginations meet again, have a great day.